Can you hear me? Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. The yeah. mic is working. Okay, you assholes all dressed up. I like barely finished my last call and I had to fucking make much. <laughs> so now I smell like ass. Like we, I we can't smell you, luckily. Well, this we is can. the one thing that I hate about Bangla cooking Bangladeshi food is like I have this paranoia that my hair, my clothes, the whole house smells and no one else notices yeah. it but me. So I'm like Febrezing mm -hmm. everything. <laughs> but Jai Hook, I am fucking here. So <laughs> I made it. <clears throat> Mom's yeah. here. No, she's not no. here anymore. She was. So before she came, she was like, I'm yash to see the journal. She was like, hey, you know, I'll make this. I'm a So she comes and she brings beef and she brings chola. Chola I can make. And she's like, no, no, no. I love chola. I love chola. I, I love it too, but Wait, I mean, chola is like, in boot or chickpeas? Boot. Yes, no, like, girl. like the brown yeah. boot. It's yeah, the, the brown best. Boot. <laughs> Black chickpeas, what it is called. <laughs> I know, like, white people are like, what is this? Because I posted it once during, like, Roja and stuff, and they're like, what is this? What, what you call it in English? It's just oh, black, black chickpeas. chickpeas. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So my mom is like, Achami, I'm a guru mangsho So the, on either shokale, I FaceTime my dad and my dad's like showing me all the things that they've done. So my stepmom is like an incredible cook. She's like really good. Chicken roast ranse, pulao ranse, gorur mangsho ranse. There's like a layer of tail wow. floating with aloo. And then I... I thought I heard her say, oh, I'm with the merchant of Guru Mangshapatasi. <gasps> so then, I mean, like, I was like, oh, yes, you know, I'm going to have this Guru Mangshap. And my mom <laughs> puts the Guru Mangshap to heat it. It is not the same thing. Oh, She's no. Like, she Wait, made it? You not your other mom? Not your stepmom? <laughs> other mom. My, my bio mom made it. And it yeah. was a total fail, unfortunately. Wow. It was all kolija. I'm not a fan of kolija. What? I hate kolija. I, I am, but, but like kolija has to be cooked in a very specific way with like aloo and it has to be cut small. It can't be in like shingara. Just, yeah, shingara is good. good. Shingara? I've never had kolija shingara. What? what? Apparently I'm missing out. It's so good. So good. So you yes. didn't get your other mom's food? I didn't get my other mom's food. And I'm like confused about my two moms, right? Oh my God. <laughs> and then, I mean, I didn't have the heart to tell her that her gurumangsha wasn't good, even though I still ate it up until yesterday. She's, she, she's a great cook sometimes. But <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. For the, for the most part, you know, people are like, oh, Mar Kabaranna, Hate Ranna, I'm like, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Move My mom everything around. Me from Texas to Minnesota Ooh. in a suitcase. She's known for her suitcase beef. Everywhere oh. she goes from Texas, she takes beef to people. Really? She doesn't freeze it. She, yeah, she freezes it. It's cooked. No, the Texas beef, it's like legit beef. It's so Funny. good. Like a, yeah, good Republican flavor. beef. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It ain't halal, son. Right wing beef. It is halal, actually. Oh, halal Republican yeah. beef. That's the, the worst kind. Brown Republicans are the worst. Anyway, 
she she uh parboils or whatever it is right like it's oh, half granna yeah. and then frozen yes. so it's not totally raw but it's delicious so mm -hmm. she does she parboil it in spices i don't know i should ask her yeah kasha manai to kasha no na there's another kasha <laughs> let's not get into that kasha wait <laughs> tell us more <laughs> What? I mean, I think I can speculate, but please indulge me. Keep up the so. You don't either? I know the other kosha. Yeah, but like ko Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that what we're talking about? I thought it meant something it's else. It's constipation. Oh. Ami masi kosha koshi What's kosha koshi? What is that? This is really Bingleish. What? I don't know. I thought it was way more raunchy than what you guys are talking about. No, just... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. We'll have to cut all of this out. Right? Here we go. <laughs> no one else is going to find this funny except for us. I don't know. I swear. Paniko. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been a good name. All our parents say Paniko. All right, so we're very excited to get together for our very first podcast. Um, and one of the things we wanted to start off with is how we all know each other. So, Marion, do you want to talk a little bit about all of our, you know, six degrees? I think it's less than six degrees. It is. So I knew of Bushra because way back in the day when I lived in Bangladesh, um, I didn't live in Bangladesh. I was there temporarily for a long time. I got a random, you remember how people would be like, random prank calls? Those are yes. prank calls. I got one of those at my daddy's house on a Monday night because that's when all of our parents would go off to play housey at Dhaka Club. So there was housey. no grown-ups at home. <laughs> and this dude calls and he's talking to me, but he's talking to me with a super Binglish accent. And I was like, who is that? He sounds like me. So then we just start talking to each other like every day especially every Monday, because that's when nobody's parents were home. And we could talk, 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 talk for months. And through that, I found out that he had a little sister named Bushra. And then I, I had to leave Bangladesh and we became so f like very friendly. We were just friends. Yahoo happens and all these like social platforms happen. And I'm just constantly searching for him because his birthday is 7777. Yeah. And so I would like search people. I did like all these wild searches. Never found him. Facebook happened one day and I'm like, oh my God, a new platform. Let me try. And yeah. I, I would look for him and I would look for his sister. But I found his sister mm -hmm. on Facebook and I sent a random message. I'm like, is your brother Imtiaz? Is his birthday this? And then it happened. And then it ended up like we knew all these people. It was wild. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was mind-blowing because I was like, what? How does this person know my brother and, like, his birthday? Like, that's very, you know, specific. Um, and I vaguely remembered this, like, summer fling. We might as well call it that. Like, they barely ever met, but it was, like, all we the time on the We met twice in the goalie of my mama's house. <laughs> so Dhaka. So it was a fling. It was a, it was a little fling. It's like a fling childhood fling. Yeah, gosh, but you guys never really saw each other. Maybe like once or twice from the balcony, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't even like brand. It was just like this weird, like, yeah. you're out of place in Bangladesh. I'm out of place in Bangladesh. And then 
Yeah. It was weird. That brings me back to AOL, which was pre-Facebook, right? Like AOL. AOL used to have groups you could create or whatever the heck it was called. Chat rooms. Yep. And that is how I met your husband, Maya. Because I met met Fuad on one of those chat rooms. There was like some Bangladeshi one, right? And uh, like Bangladeshi as in like all the Bangladeshis living in America were on this chat group. And that's how we all met uh, originally. So there was like, I don't even know. He had one friend, Tiki. I don't know what his full name even is because I still remember him as Tiki. But like they were all on it. And so that's kind of how we connected. Like, oh, you guys are all these other Bangladeshis that live in New York. I lived in New York. And that's how we originally connected. And oh, then wow. fast forward, um, we met for the first time at Rutgers because Fuad was coming to perform with his old band, Zephyr, or whatever it was called. At the yeah, time. It was like Zephyr, his first band. So that's yeah. when I first met him. I was still in college. Jeez, we were like, I don't know, 18, 19 when we met. And, you know, like, and then I, I, I dated one of his friends and you know, that's kind of how we like started hanging out and we sort of broke up with those people, but we remained friends and we became very, very close. And so that's how I met him. And then he eventually moved to Bangladesh. And it's like, you know, kind of lost touch with him once he moved. But you uh, moved to Chicago. Chicago. I moved to Chicago. I graduated, uh, moved to Chicago. And he maybe like two, three years later moved to Bangladesh. Because I remember for my wedding, he wasn't living in the U.S. anymore because right. everyone was like, "Oh, we got married around the same time." Oh seven, yeah, yep. So he, he was already. Both of you got married in oh seven, yeah. Yep. So Bushra left for Chicago, and I moved to Jersey. Yeah, and then I saw Fuad and his other then band at some weird like Church McDonald Mela in New York. <laughs> what? So random. <laughs> Sound, sounds about right, though. In Brooklyn. And then I think his bhabi or somebody connected us. So then he called me one day. And then we were just chatting. Again, no fling. It was just like, oh, what's up? Like, you know this person. I We knew all the same people. And then I ended up being like their groupie. Because I would just drive them around. Mela to Mela. <laughs> all weekend. Every weekend. Melas and bongo oh, shamelon and fobana. Yes, fobana. Was, oh, my God. Yeah. Is that where you had your exposure to the Bangladeshi culture? Or was it just like through your dad and your family and stuff? Who, me? <clears throat> oh, no. Oh, my God, no. My dad actually started Fobana. Him and two other people. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Back, back, oh. back in the day. So that was when it was like very like few people, not commercial, not for profit, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <clears throat> And then it exploded. And he left very soon after. But then I went, I met all of these guys at the Fobana in Atlanta. It was just weird. And so we would just have like this weird, like backstage connection. <laughs> That's and how I feel like a lot of us knew each other. <laughs> and like speaking of Malas, it was the same thing, right? Like the, the college years, there was always like a Bangladeshi Student Association. And they always had some event and all the same, the same crew. Same faces. Everybody knows everybody. Every single, you know, college program. Yeah. Yeah. That Maya, enter Maya. (laughs) Yes. I went to New York for a work trip and Fuad came to pick me up while you were getting a tattoo in Queens. 
or in Astoria. Ah, I remember. Remember? I and remember. I met you for yep. the first time and I was so intimidated. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so freaking cool. Like, I don't know how this <laughs> is going to go down. I don't know how this could go down. And I mean, <laughs> it's kind of interesting to also th- talk about, you know, a lot of times when a girl is very good friends with a guy, yes. it's intimidating on both sides. Because one, Absolutely. you know, as a wife or a girlfriend, you're like, who the hell are you to be this close? But there was yeah. never, like, neither one of us ever, ever had any, like, romantic ties to fall. I mean, we've always been, like, legit bros. Yes. <laughs> right? Legit. And so then enter That's Maya, really- who's, like, this beautiful feminine chick, and we're, like, cat as can be oh. in that sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was this- so intimidated. Yeah. I was so nervous. I was and then nervous, you were too, because so I thought you were giving- badass. No, and Fuad told me so many stories actually about both of you before I even met you. It's like, yeah. you know, these are my best friends, la 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 la. We grew up together and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, okay, the, I, these girls, obviously they're cool, but I was also super intimidated. And also because you guys were a little bit older, yeah. you knew him for way longer. And I just, I didn't know where I would fit, but kind of worked out. Yeah. So here we are now, Fuad. I know. Because then I met Maya when we were visiting Dhaka one year is when I met you. And we were at um, Nando's in Dhaka. And, you know, I'm like with Damon, my husband, who doesn't really get the concept of like, oh, Fuad is someone famous in Bangladesh. And the waiters are all like surrounding our table and they want to take pictures with him. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe like you made it because we used to sit in his car for hours and and at Burger King talking about this moment (laughs) when Fuad was going to be this famous. And it was amazing to like experience it because these people were like, aren't you Fuad? Like, can we take pictures? And I was like, I can't believe this is actually happening. I remember talked about this so much. And like, we were like, that's never going to happen. And in our, you know, kind of like, are we crazy? But totally did. So that's really totally did. So, okay, Maya, we kind of, I think we both sort of know how you met Fuad. But I think that's a very interesting story. I think we'll, we'll, we'll get into that story on another day, but on a high level, Fuad and I met, we were on, on Facebook. So I went to Bangladesh on a trip. He was with his then girlfriend. And you lived where? I was in Vancouver. So I went on a, just like a vacation. And I was at that time engaged to my ex and we had gone to see his cousin's guy Hulud. So at that guy, Hulud, Fuad was performing with like Rafa and Zohad and all these oh. guys. And so Oi Hulude, I, I did like a little video of like their performance. Of course, I was obsessed with Zohad. Like I didn't even look at He's anyone cute. else on stage. So cute. Yeah. So Oi Video I posted on Facebook and I tagged him or so I guess oh. it got tagged. And then he found me and we just started talking. I but think before, he put in your DMs. He did. He slid into my DMs. Where would we be without social media? Seriously. That's how I we know. all know each other. That's how we all know each other. We would have pranked well, we... each other otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> the OG social media. Yeah. <laughs> and then... yeah. So from then, we were friends. I was, I was in counseling at the time. And he was just going through a breakup with his then girlfriend. So we, I had kind of talked him out of like, getting out of this funk that he was in and he tells me that okay and then and then we just kind of fell off like we didn't talk for a while 
Then like a few months later, he messages me and he's like, yeah, you know, like you really helped me out that one time. If there's anything I could do for you, let me know. By that time, I was planning my wedding. Oh my so God. So I was like, oh, you want to do something for me? How would you come perform at my wedding? Wow. So he came, he was like, done. So he came Dhaka. with all his, Dhaka. he came with his entourage. He with like Parvez and I don't know who else was, I think Shubo and like all these other people. He performed at my Mendy. And then again, we didn't talk for months. And then, yeah, he went and he did that. And then a few months later, we were talking again and he was like, hey, how's married life, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, it's not what I thought it was going to be. It was a big mistake. And then he's like, whatever you do, don't get pregnant. <laughs> really, really good advice. Sage advice. <laughs> So you were married and back in Canada, right? Like this wasn't in Bangladesh. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I was married back in Canada. And so, yeah. So after, again, we, did, we, we would talk and then we wouldn't talk for months. Then the next time we found each other, I had already left my then husband. And he was, again, falling through some sort of a depression, anxiety, funk. And we found each other. And yeah, that was it. And then... And then the and then we'll get into the long version another day. <laughs> oh, there's so many versions of this. But at some point, you moved to Bangladesh. I did, I did. So after a while, um, we we were friends again. I guess we reconnected when he realized that I was, you know, not with anybody. He was, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it worked. Uh, I went to Bangladesh. I thought I was going to go for like six months to do like a project with him. Within like a month and a half, we got married. <laughs> oh my God, that's wow. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Was that when he was in that Baridhara house? Mm hmm. Yep. Damn. That's wild. So, mm. like, I, I mean, one, it's so interesting how we're all connected in very different ways. Um, and then somehow we all found each other via social media, like we were saying, which is also interesting. But then I guess we all at some point lived in Dhaka. Um, you know, marrying you probably not as long as I did and my, but like we all sort of like moved around. So we have the Taka experience as well as living, you know, in other countries like the US, Canada, you lived whatever. all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. You um, were everywhere. Yeah. And so, like, you know, with my dad's job as a diplomat, we moved a lot, but every, so we'd be abroad for about six years and then we'd come back to Bangladesh for three years and then go back out. And so it was an interesting transition coming from like different countries and then trying to assimilate back to like the Taka English medium world where, you know, everyone's, and that's not a Bangladesh thing, but like people are clicky, right? Like as you get older, it gets even clickier and then, you know, trying to assimilate into was that. Was it harder to assimilate into that than to like a school, uh, like even an American yeah. school in a new country? Oh, for sure. I felt I like I was way fun. more judged in, in Dhaka, right? Like, I mean, really, it, I, we, we all do this. <laughs> we mean, like judging. other episodes on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could do a whole episode on, on my experiences um, assimilating. But overall, I, I mean, it, it's, it's a great experience. But I think it's now interesting for all of us living in the U.S. and sort of being observers of how Dhaka has evolved. Um, especially like the circles that we knew, mm -hmm. it's like all of everybody knows the same circle. Like if you're in the English medium world, um, and it's kind of interesting to observe that via social media 
and seeing how that's changed. And in some ways, the Bangladeshi population in the U.S. hasn't evolved as fast as the Dhaka population has. And that's what's been really interesting to kind of see the differences, like when we talk about our parents' generation and how they expect us to maintain the Bangladeshi culture like the way they left it 30, 40 years ago. Yep. And that's not even existent in, in you know, in the Taka circle yeah. anymore. And the, the pressure we get from like a religious perspective too, and like the cultural perspective. And so, um, so I think it's yeah, interesting. Back. Every time we used to go back from here, people would be like, the first few times when we were a lot younger, they'd be like, to my cousin, oh, this is your cousin from America. Like, I was so cat for them. Yeah. Really? It was not cool enough. Really? Because there was I a time when it was cool. cool. And when, when it was cool when your cousins from abroad came, like London mm -hmm. or America. Maybe. But I can't name the person who this was. They had very high-fluting life. Mm, so I guess oh, maybe for them. Oh. So for others, maybe yeah, it was cool because we'd bring the Kit Kat. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I just wanted the candy. Yeah, that was the best. And part. eventually, it turned into like, oh, tumiki tumikon skule paro when we went to Bangladesh because they just couldn't. They were like, wait, you guys grew up there because of what you're saying. Yeah. Like our parents, like jata it was like Bangla balu, Bangla balu. There's no oh. choice. Ganshiku, natshiku, all of those things because yeah. there's no other way. To hold on to what they brought mm -hmm. over. Shalar sparrow, like no all the time. There's <laughs> full hat, that like Kalu full hata gola bondo. Oh my gosh. The picture that went around of like birthday parties in Bangladesh and birthday parties in America. Oh my god. And these tweens in Bangladesh and like little mini skirts and all this makeup and hair and all of us like in our, in our lehengas for our sweet sixteen at an yeah, Indian restaurant. Insert. You have to insert that in here somewhere.